He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us adore him. Christ, our Passover sacrifice for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 102, beginning at verse 15, on page 465. The nations shall fear thy name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy majesty. When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear. When he turneth him into the prayer of the poor destitute, and despiseth not their desire. This shall be written for those that come after, and the people which shall be born shall praise the Lord. For he hath looked down from his sanctuary, out of the heaven did the Lord behold the earth. That he might hear the mournings of such that are in captivity, and deliver them that are appointed unto death. That they may declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his worship at Jerusalem. When the people are gathered together, and the kingdoms also, to serve the Lord. He brought down my strength in my journey, and shortened my days. But I said, O my God, take me not away in the midst of mine age. As for thy years, they shall endure throughout all generations. Thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but, there shall, but thou shalt endure. They all shall wax old, as doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in thy sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth verse of the uh, 62nd chapter of Isaiah. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes 
until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand <clears throat> and by the arm of his strength, surely I will no longer give you your grain as food for your enemies, and the sons of the foreigner shall not drink your new wine, for which you have labored. But those who have gathered it shall eat it, and praise the Lord. Those who have brought it together shall drink it in my holy courts. Go through, go through the gates, prepare the way for the people, build up, build up the highway, take out the stones, lift up a banner for the peoples. Indeed, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the world, sure, say to the daughter of Zion, surely your salvation is coming. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him, and they shall call him the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you shall be called, sought out, a city not forsaken. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the fourth verse of the 15th chapter of St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Jesus Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and with one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, receive one another just as Christ also received us, to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ has become a servant to the circumcision 
for the truth of God, to confirm the promises made to the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written. For this reason I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again he says, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles. Laud him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah says, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles shall hope. Now may God, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, thou hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who has instructed thy holy church with the heavenly doctrine of thy evangelist St. Mark, give us grace that, being not like children carried away with every blast of vain doctrine, we may be established in the truth of thy holy gospel, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all.
Today we're celebrating the Feast of St. Mark the Evangelist, and um, what is uh, known about him, he, 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 there's a lot, there's some, there's some chance that there's more than one Mark in the New Testament, but, but we know, uh, we, we know the tradition that at some point in time he became um, a companion of Peter, and that Mark's gospel is understood, he's the writer of the gospel we're celebrating, and that Mark's gospel is understood to provide the witness of Peter uh, in, in its writings. And the tradition is that he had gone to, um, to Egypt, that he died as a martyr in Alexandria by opposing paganism being dragged through the streets. Um, and uh, so those are some things we know about him. He was a martyr and he wrote a gospel. And our lessons today highlight the, um, and incidentally, it's called St. Mark the Evangelist. So the evangelist, uh, it doesn't mean generally just preaching Jesus. It means the four gospel writers are, are known as evangelists, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, so the lessons today focus on that procla proclamation aspect connecting to St. Mark, um, the watchman of Isaiah on the city wall. And it is an interesting image. We, we remember whenever we're in, you know, the Old Testament and um, at the end of the Old Testament, these prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah, they're always working on this um, exile theme that Israel is in judgment, been sent into exile. And um, the the good news proclaimed by by the prophets when they get around to that, Isaiah especially, are, is the return from exile, which always has... Um, sort of two dimensions to it. It's to some degree the physical return of the people to the land for which they've been exiled because at the end of the Old Testament, Israel went into exile, you know, in Babylon. But it's also the, the idea of God's return to Zion that, that, and that was one of the problems of the return from exile leading into the New, New Testament is the people did return to the land, but there was never the, the blessing reestablished. So you needed both Israel coming back to the land, but you also needed the return of God to Israel. And this is why proclamation of repentance, that that we need to be open to God returning to us, which is this, the essential um, message. And it's interesting in the Isaiah lesson that, that the watchmen on the walls, they both, the watchmen watch for approaching enemies, but they also seem to have a prayer function because um, they, they seem to pray, give him, that is God, no rest until we establish Jerusalem. <clears throat> and this is part of um, even embedded in the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We, we want God to come in the fullness of his blessing. And what we now experience in Christ is a, a down payment on the fullness of that blessing, but it's not the full thing. In, in the church, we experience the presence of the risen Christ. We have life in him, but we're waiting for the fulfillment of that life. And that tension is always sort of caught up in, in the idea that we've come back from exile. We want its full establishment. And this kind of gets us to the Roman lesson where um, it talks about the scriptures. I think, again, because St. Mark being a, an evangelist, a, go a gospel writer, but this passage of Romans, which is our epistle in, in the church here on the second Sunday in Advent uh, for Bible Sunday, talks about through patience of the scriptures might have hope. And it, it's um, hope here. 
It's interesting. Hope is integrally related to the presence of the Holy Spirit and the gift of the Spirit, because hope is not merely um, the conviction in our mind that God is going to do certain things in the future. Hope is a longing placed within us by the Holy Spirit that the work that God has begun in us will be brought to completion. In this way, in the, new, in the Bible, more generally, hope, therefore, is, is, as we'll get in our lessons this Sunday in, in church, hope is like expectant, uh, an expectant mother, a, a pregnant woman who has life but, but longs for it to come out in, in, in its fullness. And this is one way to think of the resurrection hope, that we have this life in Christ in us. We are in Christ, and he is in us, and it's growing. But hope is that the fullness of that life will be realized in, in that place, as Revelation says, there's no more death, no more crying, no more sorrow, no more pain. And we experience on one level freedom for these things in the spirit, but we long for the fullness of it. And that's the that's sort of the... Uh, the 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 essential thing of the Christian life and and the scriptures as we read them fill us with that hope. The doctrine of the scriptures um, confirms within us the longing and, and directs it in the right way. So as we read the scriptures, hope is 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 strengthened within us as we live in the scriptural story. And one last note on on Romans that. Um, it's really about this passage about hospitality because undergirding the whole uh, upbeat lesson of, of patience and comfort is a community which Jews and Gentiles had some animosity towards each other. So, so St. Paul says, receive one another as Christ has received us. And this reminds us the part of the gospel message as we, as we pr proclaim the return from exile that people can come and be reconciled to God. We have to... Um, show that reconciliation towards each other. A lot of times it's really easy to say, hey, you know, people can be saved, you know, who are falling away in a conceptual way. It's harder sometimes within the church community itself to reach out to those people that we have difficulty with and understand God loves them. And just as God has loved me as a difficult person, so I'm called to reach out to this actual person in the community and that's the real manifestation of the gospel. It makes no sense to proclaim to everybody, hey, come and be saved. God loves you just as you are. If we aren't also about the business of receiving one another as Christ has received us in the community and showing that hospitality towards each other. A few thoughts about today's lessons and feast. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. The lie of the gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate.
comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Tuesday. Thank you, Father John. Yeah, Thank you, Bishop. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, kiddo. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day.